there is no secret formula for scaling customer support and boosting customer satisfaction. But there is the all-new HubSpot Service Hub, bringing service and support together in one platform so you can deliver the best experiences possible and free up a rep's time with AI-powered help desk, all so you can keep customers happy. Secrets out. Service Hub is a game changer. Visit HubSpot.com service to learn more. I'm totally here for Taylor. I listen to T-Swift all the time. I want to break down for everybody why we think she is one of the best marketers on the planet and deserves to be inducted into the Marketing Hall of Fame. Hey, hey, welcome to another episode of Marketing Against the Green, your podcast for how to grow in counterintuitive ways. I am your co-host, Kit Bodner. I am joined by my co-host, Kieran Flanagan, and we have a special episode today. Kieran, you and I talk about great marketers all the time. And the person that we are inducting today into the Marketing Hall of Fame almost needs no introduction, but I'm gonna give her the reason why I think she finally has to be in the Marketing Hall of Fame, not just because she's a great marketer, but she is up with the Gen Zs and the millennials. She is the best modern marketer that is alive today. Her name is Taylor Swift. She crushed. Can I, can I give you a little, can I give you a stat that's going to blow your mind, Kieran? Give me it. Yes. Okay. Give me it. So Spotify has a top 50 chart of the top 50 most popular songs that are being streamed on Spotify. Taylor Swift's new album, Midnights, came out on October 21st. And upon release, it was a 13 song album, which means that Taylor Swift held spots one through 13 of the Spotify 50 most streamed songs were just every single one of her new songs off the new album. Is that crazy or what? So there's two things. It's incredibly impressive. I give her a lot of props. What is wrong with people and their music taste? Come on, guys. Oh, I love T-Swift. Dude, no. The Swifties will come after you, Karen. I know. You, will, I know. You, you basically, your Twitter replies will basically become unreadable if, you, if you're nasty. On, I, respect, the I respect the marketing. I'm not, I'm not not a fan. I'm just not a listener, I guess. I have never listened to any of her songs. What I love about Kieran is that he's going to be kind of the voice of non-fandom <laughs> on the show. I love Taylor. I'm totally here for Taylor. I listen to T-Swift all the time, but not because I love her music is she getting inducted. It's because she's done some very smart things that Kieran, you and I talk about on this show a lot. And so I want to break down for everybody listening kind of why I think and why we think she is one of the best marketers on the planet and deserves to be inducted into the Marketing Hall of Fame. There's a few things. One, she has built a massive fan base and community. And how does she build that massive fan base and community? First of all, she grinds it out. She's, does the she's work. Been, she does the work. She has been creating music and making remarkable music since she was like 13 you know, and she has been in the public eye. She has made a bunch of sacrifices, but it is one clear lesson is, man, you can have a song or an idea or a piece of content hit and get really popular. To do that for decades is so incredibly hard. So her ability to grind out alone probably makes her one of the most successful marketers of all time. The second part of this is that she understands her fans and her community. Community is a topic that we've talked about on the show a ton, but she doesn't just write these songs and drop them. She leaves little Easter eggs and clues and hints, not just in the songs, but leading up to the release of her songs where she'll tease about what they're about or maybe drop some visuals and have the community speculating as to what is to come. 
Sometimes marketing is about giving people what they want. Other times marketing is about building anticipation. And she does an amazing job of building anticipation. Don't you think, Kieran? I guess that's the thing I was going to ask. Like, why, why do you think that works really well? I guess it's to get people talking online, get people sharing her content online, get people using the hashtags online. Like movies do this really well, right? They release tiny little bits of the content throughout, sometimes a two-year span. You look at the Batman movie. Why she's a great marketer and not just an artist, right, is that artists kind of, in my mind, and all the artists will get mad at me, uh, in my mind, artists are inspired by something and they create a work of art. She has methodologies and frameworks around the creation of her art. You know, like, for example, she always has the same type of song and thematic type of song at, as the fifth track of every album. And as the fourth, like, every, like, where the song is on an album actually matters. And the fans know, like, oh, I need to go listen to track five because track five is going to be this, like, melodic, ballad, deeply emotional kind of song. And all of my favorite songs of hers have always been track five. So she has these, like, guardrails of how she builds her art that makes it really easy for people to understand and interpret. She's mm. able to simplify her message exceptionally well. And I think that is a lesson for everybody out there. Like you are likely overcomplexifying your, your product, your messaging, and making it really hard for your audience and your customers to like learn and interpret it. She does a great job of giving folks kind of like a cheat sheet for how to interpret her art. That's awesome. So she creates consistency in the experience. So fans can kind of enjoy it in the same way. They know what to expect. They expect a certain amount of quality and a certain structure. And she provides that. Yeah. And once you have that structure, then you can have debates, right? People can then say like, oh, this track five on the Midnight's album is not as good as the track five on the Folklore album. And mm. like it, it allows people to have a point of comparison because they're anchored to something. And it, it creates a lot more micro debates and micro discussions than it would be if she just dropped albums at random and there was no kind of rhyme or reason for how the songs were placed, ordered and, and everything there. And so I think that there's like something to really learn there. The other thing that I think the reason we wanted to do this quick pod today is because she crushed the release of Midnight's, not because this new album Midnight's is a really amazing album. It's, it's really good. It's because Kieran, this goes back to our Gen Z and millennial episode from not very long ago. Do you remember one? What was the number one brand for, for Gen Z? Do you remember? YouTube. It was YouTube. Gen Z loves video and they love short form video. So what did Taylor Swift do? She made music video, short form music videos for all of her songs. She uh, cut them up on TikTok, YouTube. Track. Like she, she knew to get everybody to listen to her songs, she needed to take a video first approach to something that was inherently an audio medium. Is it her singing in a camera or like video video, like someone's produced an actual Well, yeah, it's video like, no, song. it's like she has a director she's working with and she's directing. And so like, wow. not only is she going video first, but she's leaving Easter eggs and clues for the community in these videos. And she's able to drop teaser clips of those videos ahead of time to build anticipation. But the core lesson here is you have one of the best marketers of all time who is leading video first and short form video first. And the reason that Midnight's, this new album was the, the top 13 most popular songs on Spotify and broke the single day streaming record on Spotify is because she went video first. Mm. She built anticipation and she built anticipation with video and she drew the viral spread of the cultural relevance of these songs through video. Right. And that is really, really powerful. And if you are a marketer out there listening today and you're like, hey, 
How's T Swift get recognized as being the marketing hall of fame? It is because she understands her fans and her community and she understands how to adapt, right? She's just not sitting there saying, hey, I'm gonna release a bunch of cool songs. No, I'm gonna make remarkable video content because I know that's how my fans are gonna discover my music in today's day and age with YouTube and TikTok. Yeah, I think start with a quality product. So she starts with a quality song and then she it sounds like she's able to curate them into versions for the individual platforms, like cut them up into content that works within those platforms. And short form video is one of the best ways to drive viewership on whatever kind of product or something you're trying to get attention to. Congrats, Taylor Swift. Congrats, T. Swift. You are our first inductee into the Marketing Hall of Fame. This pod is coming in even shorter than your 10-minute version of All Too Well. I hope that everybody (laughs) had a great, great week. And hit us up on Twitter, at Kit Bodner, at Search Brat, if you have other nominees that you think we should induct into the Marketing Hall of Fame. Or leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. And until next time, this has been Marketing Against the Grain.